Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. You know, I've been thinking a lot about trust lately. I mean, it's getting harder and harder in our world today even to know who to trust. I think you know what I mean. When I was growing up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, the standard rule was that you could trust adults. Uh, in the neighborhood where I grew up and lived in, there were certain houses designated as kind of like safe houses of sorts. I mean, if you were in any kind of trouble, you could run to one of those houses with a sign in the window, hammer on the door, and they'd give you help, even if you didn't know who they were. Now, I would never recommend my child do that today. Who knows who's behind the door of that house? And in my day, the police were people who had the highest trust level in our town. I mean, come on, they were police officers. Now, I'm not saying that we can't trust them today. In fact, we can. But there are people who are suspicious of even the police. Uh, when it comes to medicine and we're diagnosed with some illness, what do we do? We say, I want a second opinion, meaning I don't trust the one the doctor is giving me. Or what about COVID-19? We're hearing so many different opinions about the virus and the vaccines it makes you wonder who you can trust. Everywhere we look today, we have questions of trust. Can I trust my insurance company to cover my car if I'm in an accident? Can I trust my children's teacher to give them good information? Can I trust sending my daughter to university and so that she'll be safe? I, I think you hear what I'm saying, right? And I'm not trying to make anybody even more paranoid than maybe you already are, but that's the reality of the world that we live in today. Here's the good news. You can always, without fail, be absolutely assured that you can trust God. Now, here's the Bible passage I want us to consider today. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Many of you know that by heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Now, in the Hebrew language, which that verse was written in, the word trust means to take refuge in. It means to have a sure confidence. And so when I was a kid, I could take refuge in a neighborhood house that had a sign in the window. I was assured that, if it, that it would be safe for me to go in there if I was in danger. Uh, it's, a, it's a word that conveys safety and security in the midst of trouble. In the 60s, there was always a threat that Russia or Cuba would fire missiles at the United States. Uh, where I grew up, uh, remember the Cuban mission, uh, missile crisis? Well, when we were at school, uh, we'd have bomb drills. And we were all instruct, instructed to take shelter under our desks in the classroom. <laughs> now, I'm not sure my desk would have actually done anything to save my life if a missile struck. Uh, but it was intended to make us feel safe and sheltered. Well, there aren't a lot of places where we can turn today that will assure us of absolute safety and shelter. And, and that's why the Proverbs goes on to say, trust in the Lord. Uh, that was an admonition that God gave to Israel throughout its history. In the book of Deuteronomy, the people were given warning of their enemy attacking them. 
Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 52 says, They shall besiege you in all your towns until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout all of your land. And they will besiege you in all your towns throughout all your land, which the Lord your God has given to you. You, you see, they were putting their trust in their city walls and their own strength. And God was always warning them that if they put their trust in themselves, that they would be defeated, and many times they were. But then we read the story of Hezekiah in, in 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 5 to 7, where it says, They shall besiege you in all your towns until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout all your land, and they shall besiege you in all your towns throughout all your land, which the Lord your God has given you. You see, God was always taking care of Israel when they put their trust in him as their refuge and shield. In fact, when Israel entered the land, God God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 to 8, only be strong and very courageous being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. In other words, Joshua was commanded to put all of his trust in God and God said, if you follow my commands and keep my ordinances, then I'm going to give you success. I'm going to take care of you. Now, how should we trust the Lord? Well, the proverb says, with all your heart. Well, how much trust is that? Well, it's with everything you have. You trust him all the way. You don't say, I'll trust him with this but not that, or I'll trust him today, but not tomorrow. No, it means every day, all the time, in everything. It's a phrase that talks about the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, the understanding, the intellect. The Bible says that what comes out of a, out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. Wow, those are horrible things, aren't they? The only thing we can produce ourselves in our own heart is wicked, evil, terrible things. I mean, would you trust a jewelry thief to guard your most prized jewelry? Hey, I have some really valuable and expensive jewelry over here, and I need somebody to come to my house and guard it. I'll show you where it is so that you can keep it safe. <laughs> you would never do that. It'd be a stupid thing to do. The thief would rob you the first chance he got. I wonder how many people are robbing themselves of the blessings of God by putting their trust in their own wicked, evil heart instead of God. There's only one person that you can trust with your whole heart. And it's not even yourself. It's Jehovah God. The proverb goes on to say, don't lean on your own understanding. The word lean means to use something to support yourself. I was uh, pruning a rose of Sharon tree in my yard uh, one day. And, uh, and I leaned my ladder against the fence that's right beside the tree. Well, what I didn't realize is, 
was that the fence post on that part of the fence was rotted out in the ground. I couldn't see it. And the fence started to move under my ladder. I almost had one of those terrible, rotten, no good, horrible days, if you know what I mean. Well, I caught myself just in time from falling off the ladder. We have to be careful on what we lean our lives, just like my ladder. Some people lean their lives on their income and investments. And when they have a bad year, they don't know what to do and they go into a depression. Other people lean their lives on family or friends or material things, but people always fail us. They move away. Nobody is perfect. And possessions wear out and get destroyed. So those are not good things to lean our lives on. Other people are so intelligent that they lean their lives on their own understanding. But humans are frail and we can make mistakes. What happens when we make a mistake and things don't work out as planned? And so here's the suggestion from the Proverbs. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. I want you to notice that he says, in all your ways. He's talking about your life's journey, the path you take, the direction you're heading in. In other words, as you're going along the way, acknowledge him. The Hebrew word for acknowledge means to know and to acquire. In other words, get to know God in such a way that he can give you the right direction in life. You see, it stands to reason that if you trust somebody, you can also trust the advice they give you about the way to go in life. But that means that you've got to take the time to get to know him. The only way to know God is to spend time in his word. Read about his ways in the Old Testament. Find out how he took care of his people in the wilderness and how he helped them to conquer over wicked nations and to give them a land of their own. Read about Jesus in the New Testament. Read of his teachings. See his miracles. Be absorbed in his life. His life for the, uh, he gave his, his life for the sins of the world. Be absorbed in that, in his resurrection. And when you get to know God, you'll be able to confidently trust him in everything. The proverb concludes by saying that he will make straight your paths. Now, when I was growing up in the state of Oregon, my grandfather had a small ranch where he grew hay on about 80 acres or so. His fields were kind of odd dimensions. Now in Oregon, you have to irrigate because the topsoil is so shallow. And so during growing season, you have to irrigate day and night. And you have to move the irrigation pipes twice a day. Well, in order to get the pipes in a straight row, grandpa put white signs on the fence on one end of the field. So if you laid the pipe facing those signs, your rows would be straight. Now, when I read this proverb, I always think of my grandpa laying pipe in his fields. Our signpost is Jesus Christ. And if we keep our lives pointed in his direction, we'll always be going in the right way. There might be some stones in the path. A bridge might be out along the way, but if we keep our eyes on him, he will always lead us the right way 
and we'll find our destination. Have you put your trust in Jesus Christ today? Maybe somebody is listening who has never trusted Jesus Christ to save you from your sins and give you eternal life. That's the first step in your walk. Make Jesus the savior of your life and he'll put you on, the, on a new path and give you a new destination. But maybe you're a Christian and you've been filled with worry and anxiety with no purpose in life. Well, maybe it's because you haven't gotten to know God through his word. Are you spending time with him daily? If not, begin today. Learn to know him. And then you can trust him completely. And he will bring a new joy and a new satisfaction to your life. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you'll tune in again next week. And I hope you'll bring a friend along with you.